Attention audience, we're back for the final, season final, part four, March Madness, call it what you will, it is an epic showdown, but I'm not alone. With me, I've got Eric. Hello. And Beck. Hello. Back again. Just to, just to clarify, I did not forget your name this time, or last time. Oh, this but time. I just, I, but I want to say it. I little, just want to put it little, out there. I feel like I have to, have to say that. He said I didn't forget it this time. Oh, no, I mean, I, I never forgot. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm never going to let I'm never going to live down. It doesn't matter if it had anything to do with it or not. It was perfect time, and I will say that. But, no, we are back for this epic, epic showdown. Whether it seems like it or not, audience, we are all really friends here. It's, it's, no, it's, I, it's I, okay. I, Only on I Sundays. Like, I don't like Jordan. <laughs> 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 you did until you didn't. <laughs> they forgot my name. <laughs> but that's not why we're here. We are the reason here. why we're here is we are we are junk 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 drunk <laughs> on on final finale energy, ladies and gentlemen. Uh. <laughs> we have the last as Jordan mentioned, the last episode of season two of Friday Films and the Final of the March Madness Most Perfect Film Bracket. Which is you listen to the Daredevil line. versus Green Lantern. Ooh, ooh, that would fall into the most disappointing movie category, most definitely. Oh, we did the oh, wrong record. Uh, I'm sorry. We'll get, get back. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's save that one for next time, sir. <laughs> Keep that in the back pocket. Pop it out later, you know. I'm not watching those movies again. <laughs> well, I don't think we have to. No, I don't I think, think you do. Fine. I don't yeah, think you no, do. no. You know, misery loves company, but not, not that fucking much. Uh, <laughs> they did such a great job <laughs> switching universes. Um, but yes, we are on the final of the most perfect film, March Madness Tournament. Last week, if you guys have been listening along, it's been quite the journey. Uh, we had we had Casablanca defeat Parasite in match number two last week, and Tombstone in a three-to-one shocker take out Quiet Place. So now it is it is it is the battle of the old and the battle of the classic in Casablanca versus Tombstone, the final, most perfect film of Friday films. This year, this this, this season, this <laughs> matchup, this, this, this there this, will be yes, more. This one with these picks. Oh, that's what we need to do. Um, I'm just saying that now. Like we need to take all of our our perfect tournament brackets that we've now started. And just put them all together one year, like whether it be the best Christmas, the the best, you know, the perfect movie. Like just take the winners of all of them and put them in their own brackets and just, you know, battle royale style, just go down. <laughs> that would be awesome. You would then finally get your Christmas Chronicles versus Tombstone, which which <laughs> Kurt Russell is most Kurt Russell. <laughs> all right, so now are you saying the Tombstone is going to be Casablanca? Uh, I'd love to watch. No, what... no. Oh, the winners, the winners okay, of yeah. all Sorry. tournaments Sorry. from here on out, put together in a battle royale. Well, considering we're starting with the most perfect movie, I don't think that's going to work. No, no, that wouldn't end. I don't think that would end. Well. Yeah, but we've, <laughs> we've said Christmas movies are in a league of their own, so you can compete on some some that's true. battle. That's true. Plus, we've also said that all these movies were perfect in their own way, and we did not expect to get to this point in this tournament with these two head-to-head. So I feel like sometimes these movies, in comparison can be looked at differently. So you compare one of these, either of these two movies, to a Christmas movie or a remake movie or a horrible movie. It doesn't matter. I just think it'd be fun to do. The only one that stands a chance is Fred Claus. Throwing it out there. Fred Claus. <laughs> All right, it's well, a horrible movie, ladies and gentlemen. If you've never seen it, don't. 
Don't. It's not great. <laughs> I guess we need to get uh, through anyway, this tournament first before we can start the next tournament. So let's let's get to back it. To, back, back to the final finale, if you will. This week, we are throwing 30 minutes on the clock. Keep consistent. Open conversation. Open debate. Tombstone versus Casablanca. Winner takes all. Ultimate death match, if you will. Clock starts now. All right. I don't want to do this. No, no. I'm going I'm to set, set the tone for you guys. This is where we're <sighs> going to start. Because both these movies are very great. We've, we've talked a lot about them over the last few weeks. So it's going to be hard to get down to anything that we haven't talked about. So I want to start with something I don't think we've really hit too much on with these two movies. And that straight up comes down to the piano playing. I mean, the music that's He's played the piano. <laughs> Doc, are we doing a Doc Holiday v. Sam right now? Is that yes, what's let's let's kick it off. Let's just just let's do it. I mean, let's let's start right there because that wild man, that Gordon, is something we have not talked man. about. You're dangerous. I am. I gotta live on the edge sometimes. No, no, but seriously, we have two movies that are it's amazing on all different aspects. Um, so I, that was the first thing I thought. I was like, hmm, what have we not talked about? The piano. <laughs> um, which, funny, I, I, you know, the funny thing is, is I, I wasn't really intending to get into this conversation, but, I mean, even those scenes kind of help set both movies apart in different ways. Um, you know, we, we joke around about him playing on the piano and the little wit back and forth with uh, uh, whose name I can't remember right now in Tombstone. Um, when when Doc Doc's, Holiday. when the Doc's playing on the piano uh, mm-hmm. and the other guys tell him to play different songs and stuff like that. Yeah, um, I don't remember the character's name, but that was Thomas Hayden Church was the actor. <clears throat> okay, yeah. So like, you you have those classic scenes from uh, Tombstone, and then of course you have the classic ones from Casablanca. You know, play the song Sam the dif- or whatever, or you know, so yeah. on. So the dif- the difference though <clears throat> is in, in the in 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 Tombstone. If we're talking piano scenes for 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 a moment, that was Val Kilmer, Val Kilmer putting his tuberculosis dick on the counter. Is what that was. He made that man look a fool. Oh, that one. Yeah, that was uh, that was Billy Clinton. Yes. Yes. In every bit of the word. Yeah. So yeah, he made that man look a fool. Whereas Sam was Sam was Sam was supporting him, bro. He's helping out. That is true. He's being That's there. True. He's being a boy. He's being he's being, you know. being a boy. Being a boy. But no, so <clears throat> a lot of these different scenes um, kind of help make the movie because uh, we, we've talked about the main actors, we've talked about the uh, the the stories, the art styles. Everything between these two movies is in the past, and, and although they easily become a repeatable argument factor, uh, maybe we should dig into some more like the background scenes and stuff like that. You know, we talked about the star-studded cast in Tombstone, <clears throat> and although there was uh, a lot of good stars in uh, Casablanca as well, sometimes that background supporting acting helps carry a story more than we think. Um, so I think that's a good place to actually start. You know, I joke around the, about the piano scene, but I'm kind of more referring to the different background scenes to help tell that story. You know, we, we talked about a little bit with Doc Holliday being part of you know the group, and he had his own story. And I know one of the times we we got into that whole him and the other guy back and forth between like the the education uh, that they had shared and the back and forth. And we got to that, the whole scene with the little spinning the guns and spinning the cups and all that, so which, which are great scenes because, you know, the, here you have these supporting characters 
helping play a big part in a movie. It's not like we're relying on the, the main characters to pull us through the whole time. Right. <clears throat> and the same thing with Casablanca. Sam was like a background character. I mean, but he had such a great supporting role that he is a memorable character throughout that whole movie. I mean, when you watch Casablanca, we know who Sam is. And, you know, we know the song. And he plays it over and again. And he plays different stuff. And we know, you know, obviously uh, Doc Holliday was a little bit more important role in Tombstone. But he, he wasn't one of the main Earp brothers. I mean, he was kind of like the supporting uh, actor or character to the Earp story. Just right. kind of like Sam was a supporting character to um, Rick's character in uh, Casablanca. So I think sometimes looking at that side of these movies can help shape a movie too, as far as a perfect film. Because we, we've talked about a lot of different things with perfect films, uh, but not so much on the supporting characters and their presence as far as the story goes. Mm-hmm. I know I'm really um, trying to make you guys think, but I'm just trying to throw something out there that we haven't talked about. <laughs> yeah. So that we're not repeating ourselves like we had the last three weeks. Yeah, that's 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 <clears throat> fair. Um it's kind of hard to do though because like uh <clears throat> even even those those supporting characters like like in in Tombstone you had like the Thomas Hayden Churches and the Billy Bob Thorntons and the um Charlton Hestons who alone is 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 iconic um but they were such a small part compared to the core cast and and while there are characters like Sam and, and, and others in Casablanca that, that do support in great ways, it really, like, much like Doc Holliday and um, the Earps, Casablanca is really, you know, Humphrey Bogart and Ingrid Bourbon. You know, it's, that's, that's like what the focus of it is. So, like, the background support, while, while important, um, doesn't carry as much weight um i think it carries more weight in casablanca for uh for setting and to establish the time and the culture and what's happening in this world with these with these characters that that we're experiencing than it does in tombstone uh in tombstone it is it is background um just to have ad- like additional antagonists, you know, small little background <clears throat> things. See, but the central focus is still, you know, the family in Tombstone and Humphrey Bogart and Ingrid Bergman in, in Casablanca. That's still the central focus. See, when, so, when I look at like <clears throat> Tombstone, uh, and this might be like a spinoff to a different topic, but I kind of look at the the supporting characters, um, kind of the same way I would look at any type of like war battle. Um, scenario where it's like you have the main and then you have your support <clears throat> and then you have the opposite side and their support and it's kind of like evenly matched so like you have you know um holiday is supporting the herbs just like as you have the other guy supporting you know the the other gang whose names i can't remember off the top of hand but like I, that's the when i start looking at the support characters um that's what i think of i'm like okay well you know how do these support characters help this main character in the story and then i start looking like okay well now you have all these other support characters that are now helping the opposite side of the story to help the story kind of come together i mean just like when you had in like castle a little different story obviously but you kind of had like the main um 
whose name I can't remember. Uh, the the main Laszlo, n- not like the, the general, but he was like the guy that was in charge of the area that helped Rick and was like friends with Wick, Rick. But then like the big guy came in and he was kind of like playing the middleman throughout the whole movie. Um, I can't remember the was it Renault maybe. <clears throat> I don't remember. Anyway, um, excuse me. <clears throat> when when I look at supporting actors, I, I, I look at the how well they they hold the story together, <clears throat> almost like the glue that bonds them. You know, sometimes you have better supporting cast, like actors bounce off each other, and it's a little bit stronger than others. But I do think it, it kind of helps fill out the the background of the story, almost like when you um, color in a picture. You can have your outlines, you can see the story, but when you start adding shading and shadows, it kind of helps detail things a little bit better. I, mean, I don't know. It's just a different I'm, way of looking at them. I'm just so biased to to Doc Holliday, man. To me, he was he was just he's as the better you said, Sam. The background. He was the B story for the entire series. That is the movie. Yeah. You know, I I would just. Every time like that he wasn't on screen, I just couldn't wait until the next time the Val Kilmer was you, on screen. You wanted him to be on to screen. To do whatever yeah. shit he was going to do, coming out all sweaty and smiley and you know flipping a cup around. I'll be you, Huckleberry, all that. I just I, – anytime he wasn't on screen, I really I, I really uh, look forward to it. And I didn't, I didn't feel that way about any of the – anybody else in uh, Casablanca. No, and, and I think that, 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 be that, I think that has to there. do – I think that has to do with the, the – um, the different types of stories that it's that it's telling is yeah. you know like like i said tombstone's very much about this family you know and and you know it's a gang versus gang thing but it really is about this family and and uh doc holiday is a part of that family even though he is not blood related right so the supporting characters in that movie even to the the concept of the the uh the cowboy gang members um, do carry more weight because a they're all re- based on real people, so they 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 are all there's there's that additional level of representation there. Um, but just the fact that it's it's about a group versus another group, right? You know, mm-hmm. those characters automatically carry more weight. Whereas Casablanca is very much a personal story, yeah, with shit happening all over the place in the background don't get me wrong but that's not as much of what it's about it's about what's right here in front of you yeah. you know um so i think that's that's kind of part of part of the difference between the two and i don't think it, it's hard to do that because i don't think it necessarily makes one better than the other um it may make those moments in tombstone far you know more memorable which kind of touches in what we talked about as as it being just infinitely rewatchable right well, you and, know, and, and sometimes that's definitely that's, part of that. But well, I mean, and that's the thing. Like sometimes those uh, those moments um, help carry a movie. I mean, you look at a lot of different movies, and you you have a great story, and you have a great supporting um, cast. You know, some movies you have a, a real good um, like main character too, and then you have a couple supporting right. characters and so on and so on. And then there's other movies where you have a, you know star-studded cast where they're all kind of main characters together to bounce off each each other here and there. But the thing is, is like I think when you have a good star-studded cast, um, all bounce off each other. You know, this is one of the things I kind of mentioned in like Ocean's Eleven. One of the things I loved about it is because when you have that good chemistry, 
you sometimes you look for those moments where you, you find like your favorite character and you wait for them to come back and forth. Right. But you don't necessarily need them to come back to help carry the movie. Versus right. other times you might have, like you said, Doc Holliday. Doc Holliday, I don't, even though that in this scenario, I don't think he was needed to help keep the movie going. I do mm-hmm. think he was an important factor in this movie. And granted, I know he wasn't an ERP, but he was part of the family and that's what kind of helped keep him so close um, as, a, as a supporting actor. And I mean, you could pretty much debate whether he was a supporting actor or a main actor at this point. Um, but sometimes I think those moments where you have, like I said, the glue that holds everything together can make a movie a little bit better um, because of the flow. You know, you, you know, and this is something kind of, I'm, I'm going to ask you more so because you talk about loving Doc Holliday in the movie. Yes. You know, is that because you like Val Kilmer? Is it because you like Doc Holliday? Or do you, you know, if he wasn't in this movie or if anything had changed, would that change your opinion on the movie and the flow of it? And that, that's kind of where I'm getting at. Like, is he one of the main pieces of the movie or is he just another part of the glue that kind of helps hold it together? I think he's just just a little bit of, a little bit of pizzazz put on top. Um, it's no allegiance to Val Kilmer by any means. He's a great actor, of course, but I really like his character, but his character is not necessary. You know, as Eric touched on last week, um, it's just at the end when he's like, hey, you know, it's, I, I don't have any other friends. This is, this is, this is, this is yeah. how I'm going out. I think yeah. it was a good little, you know, addition to it, but not, not necessary by any means. But in my opinion, it definitely um, added, he definitely added a lot to the movie. Um, in some ways he was comic relief, which is very important for a movie like this. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I can definitely see that. I mean, and I think that helps with the flow of the movie too. Um, because even though it's an, a Western action, you know, there's comedy in it, there's heartfelt in it, and there, there is a nice story that kind of goes up and down and all over the place. And it's one of those movies that kind of combines all of them in a good way. Uh, and I guess that's another reason why I can see it being a perfect movie because some movies are hard to find a balance some movies are straight up one direction, one direction only. Um, you know, we've mentioned Quiet Place. You know, that was a very tension-built movie, and it was all focused on that. You know, we've talked about um, other movies that are like the Groundhog's Day was all comedy-built. It's all focused around comedy and stuff like that. And this is one that's kind of all over the place, but done in a, in a really great way that keeps it all balanced. And that's one of the things I, I look at with Tombstone is. <clears throat> You know, when I, when I got into the whole supporting characters, that's kind of where I was coming from. Is that it's a movie that's got a lot going on, but is all glued together and held together really well. And I think if you move any of those pieces, we would not have the same movie. I think it would kind of fall apart. Versus a movie like Casablanca, it's a different. It's completely different. I mean, you can take you know those characters like you take Sam the piano out, put someone else in, it probably wouldn't matter. It would, we would just be saying that person's name instead of Sam. Um, or any of the other characters that kind of came and, and went throughout that movie because it relied focusly on the main story of the main character and then you know, <clears throat> the supporting cast to help tell that story. Um, so certainly, certainly doesn't make it any less of a perfect movie, though. It's just a different type of movie. No, no, very, very, very true. Um, but uh, that's something to kind of look behind the scenes is like when we look at movies, like why do we think it's perfect? Did it have a good audio track? Did it have good acting? Did it have a good story? Did it have good directing? This yes. is something, you know, editing, all that stuff. So, the, And this is just another way to look at these two movies as far as how they came together to get that final product. <clears throat> I, will, I will say Sam was my Doc Holliday of Casablanca. Oh, definitely. I really, I really yeah. look forward to him coming on screen and, you know, doing yeah. his thing. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I would agree with that. Sam is definitely the the Doc Holiday. Fun Pennsylvania. fact though, that Rick Rick the... never said play it against Sam. I know yeah, you, you mentioned, mentioned that when yeah, we were breaking time. it down in week one. Yeah, I looked looked back, looked at all the quotes. Nope, didn't say it. Yep. <clears throat> it's kind of like uh, the 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 Luke, I am your father. Right. Yeah. Not the line. <laughs> but it was. Well, it's one of those. Uh, what is it? Man- Mandela effects. Is that the what Mandela effect? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's how we choose to remember it. <clears throat> But um, yeah, don't get don't get started on Mandela. Oh no, 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 no! That's a that's a that's a that's a rabbit hole for a totally different yeah, type of different. podcast. <laughs> let's uh, <laughs> let's move back to Tombstone v Casablanca, um, and I, I mean, like the the, the the test of time argument that that we've brought up many many times uh, yeah. throughout these weeks is is difficult thing is that can be said for both of these movies you know yeah my argument for tombstone versus versus uh you know quiet place was you know tombstone is consistently a consistent performer you know and has been mm-hmm. for what 30 years now um 30 30 years 93 yeah yeah, 30, yeah almost 30 years um and casablanca is too so it's it's just not just for much 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 longer so I think for me, what it comes down to is, uh, and we touched on this, you know, a couple of weeks ago with Tombstone. It's like Tombstone is, is based on reality, and that's really really cool because it's the kind of story that doesn't really exist in real life, or you don't think it does. You know, it's the yeah. kind of thing that you only ever see in the movies or books. You know, but it's real. It really happened, and it, it's. That's such a neat thing to, to do. And there's so many other stories like that that really happened that it's like life, you know, art imitates life type thing. Yeah. You know, but but for real, you know, it's it's which is so interesting. Um, on the flip side of that coin, though, is is Casablanca, which is, you know, you know, not not based on reality, other than it being a product of its time, World War Two, all of these you know these these focus areas that we're we're seeing throughout the film um, are entirely real, and for arguably that might make it real in its own way because it was released during this time. Right. So what it's doing, what it's doing, and the things that it's talking about are are just as real. Um, as as what's what happens in Tombstone, it's just the characters that it's using to portray them are fictional characters, uh, to portray those things. Um, but the story that Casablanca tells and the messages that it sends out into the world are endlessly useful, you know. Mm-hmm. And Tombstone has those as well, but not as much you know it's it's and this is kind of the difference between the the like we talked about with both parasite and casablanca the or the thinking man's movies you know you get something different out of different out of them every time but you got tombstone that is just just it's what endlessly beautiful it's what you you want in a perfect movie this is definitely a matchup that's within the eye of the beholder you know, if it you're is. the fan it of is. like, you know, critically objective, like, oh, let's see what they meant by this or that or whatever. But if you're just like, which one's more fun to sit down 
and watch. Yeah. You Which said re- rewatchability. I have probably <clears throat> seen Tombstone 50 times. Yeah, um, everyone in the army, if you ask them what their favorite movie is, nine out of ten times it's going to be Tombstone, followed shortly by Boondock Saints. For some reason, everyone in the fucking military loves those movies. Um, and it's just, it's one of those, it's just, it's fun to watch. No matter how many times you watch it, it's fun. I've only seen Casablanca the one time that I watched it for this recording. And it, it's obviously a very good movie. But it's, again, the apples and oranges, they're so different. It's like, this, this, is, yeah. this is what like a film student would study to make you know uh, a movie whereas they really need to take a note from tombstone because it's just so fun to watch you know it's a lot like groundhog day i could watch i could watch groundhog day 50 times and Mm -hmm. still enjoy it because it's but kind of a turn your brain off and enjoy just take in what's happening and really appreciate it so it comes down to what is a perfect movie to you is it enjoying because i could i couldn't watch casablanca fucking i couldn't watch it two times a year honestly it's just I and know. I agree with that. I think it, that's. I think that that is a very fair assessment. With, and I agree. But with, with Casablanca, that. Like I can I watch said, two. I could watch Tombstone <laughs> once a month, but Casablanca, you know, once but, a once a year for a revisit or so is 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 is, is enough. Like so I, I said, I, I sat down with my pen and paper with Casablanca, and started writing down every bit of you know anything I saw that I thought had, uh, cri- like critiquable value. Like I thought it was like very, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, what's the word i'm looking for um meaningful meaningful yeah any any bit of symbolism or anything like that whereas tombstone there's not that much of that you know there's there's a lot of tension very straightforward back to doc holiday like it you have the tension this this guy's gonna fucking keel over and die any minute now um but it's just when it's, he when it's, he passes out on the horse during the last ride. It's right, like, well, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Done. We knew it was coming. <laughs> yeah, no secrets there. But there's just there, there's such different movies. Um, both so fucking good. Yeah. I, I think it's, you're right. Uh, I think the essentially the adventure you have with the movie, like what you get or what's accomplished after the movie's done is really what plays factor in um, a perfect movie. It's it's not just the story that it tells, but how it tells it and how it brings you in. You know, we talked about this with a quiet place with that tension that pulls you in and it makes a great experience for that first time through. But it doesn't mm-hmm. the second time and the third time. And it, as far as rewatchability, I do agree that Tombstone has more rewatchability than Casablanca because Casablanca does stand the test of times. It is a great type of movie to teach those out there learning the filmmaking and, and, and all kinds of stuff. And I think that's another reason why it's helped keep it for so long. But you're right. When you go to watch Casablanca, you're going for a specific reason. You're going to right. enjoy a great film. You get that one time through. You can watch it over and over again and still accomplish that same first watch but the desire to go back and watch it might not be there the same as tombstone because tombstone is a different type of movie it's more of that action go in has a little bit of everything all glued together like i was talking about before it's got the action the comedy uh, the story the family everything all together and you it's one of those movies where even though it's a great movie i feel that you can walk away from it and come back and still be right where you left off like you could, you know, watch this, you know the first half of this movie, stop, go do something else, come back, come back, sit back down, and just jump right back in, like you didn't miss a beat, because mm-hmm. you, you know you know what to expect, and it's that same 
roller coaster ride from beginning to end. You're just kind of out having fun. It's not like crazy, give me a thrill rush. I only want to do it one time or maybe two more before the day is over. No, it's like, all right, I can ride this all day long. No big deal. You know, I can get to the credits, hit rewind, start it over, put it back on and continue doing something in the background. You know, like it's one of those rewatchable movies and that does say something but compared to Casablanca. Yeah, but not just not just rewatchable. It, it's 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 that quality. You know, it's just, it just happens to be something that you can yeah, best, because you know what you're getting into. You can pick up and pick you know go, go in and out of it as the needed. Best way I can put my feelings into words is Casablanca's one. You would sit there wearing your beret, sipping your wine, and smoking your extra long <laughs> cigarette. Whereas Tombstone's one, you can sit around with the boys drinking beer and you know fucking. You know, throwing throwing shit at each other, eating pizza or whatever, wearing your cowboy hat. Yeah, just just they're yeah. just entirely different. Yeah, you couldn't. I, I think that I I agree. I do agree with that analysis and and the rewatchability. I mean, Tombstone definitely has that uh, Casablanca over the barrel on that one. And I um, think that's honestly but the, the Ca- Casablanca is still though. It's one of those movies that every time you watch it, you learn something new. Hundred percent. You know. Every time you watch it, you get something new out of it, um, when and I, it affects what you what you think of on your like like I mentioned the parasite. It, it affects what you something in your life is altered um, by something you learn from that movie. Um, I mean, and that says something alone. So it's. Uh, but Tombstone's so fun. 100%. Yeah, I was say, so fun. They, they both, they <laughs> both have arguable, arguable uh, positions here. I mean, and that's, this is also to add on to the fact that we've talked about over and over again, supporting, you know, the great cast, the great um, visuals, the great audio, everything, directing, everything, all, all in, together in one. We're, we're coming down to the rewatchability, which says something. I mean, we're, we're now trying to, you know, nitpick at what we can consider makes one of these more perfect than the other and that's we're basically debating we've been talking about the film as art thing every week of this 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 tournament and and every week of just regular friday our regular friday films episodes too is films are a version of art basically what we have right now in this finale is we have um freaking the you know the mona lisa versus versus Picasso or Salvador Dali, you know, both phenomenal art pieces of artwork, right. but one is a little bit more fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Do you, do you want something to learn from or do you want something you know, to enjoy? There I you can go. Stare into Mona, I can stare into Mona Lisa's eyes all day long and, and get some new sense of emotion and meaning and, 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 and something out of it. Or I can just be like, that's a very funny picture of a man for Picasso. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? He, he draws people funny. Or, you know, I like the melting clocks. You know? I mean, it's just, it's Cas- it's such a, it's it's apples and oranges. We've Ca- said that so many Casablanca times. Casablanca was a movie that um, I sat down with my friends and said, hey, let's, let's watch a movie. And they saw it. And after five minutes, I was the only one sitting there watching it. Everyone else had mm-hmm. fucked off. They were just not interested. But if I had put Tombstone on, man, everyone would have been calling their buddies and sitting around. <laughs> I think that was, that was one of the things I kind of was leaning towards before with as far as movies standing the test of time is how they stand the test of time. Right. You know, like when I talked about Casablanca and Parasite both standing the test of times for different reasons, 
when we look at these, it's like, like that's a prime example. You know, you and your buddies go down to have a great time, and Casablanca is a great movie, but not for that purpose. Not at um, all. And, and Tombstone is one of those that you could rewatch it for that or multiple other reasons, and everyone can get essentially the same thing out of it. You know, it, it's one of those movies that was done in a way that, like I said, if you've watched it from beginning to end, you're watching it with a group of friends, if it's on TV and you catch the tail end of it, you can jump right in like you haven't missed a beat. And that's what I like about that movie. Um, and like versus like Casablanca, to me that's a little bit harder because of the romance story and everything that's going on. You can't just jump into the middle of Casablanca and watch the tail end of it. I mean, yeah, you can figure everything out, but you, you miss some of those key <clears throat> features that lead up to it. Yeah, no, it's definitely a start-to-finish film. Yeah, and, and I, I think that argument can be made with several of the other movies on our list, too. But I think that's one of the things that helps Tombstone in, in this argument is because, like you said, with the rewatchability, it's not just you can watch it over and over again and get the same thing out of it. You can literally jump in at any point in time. You know, Obviously not the first time through, but as far as a rewatch goes, it carries the same value no matter how or when you watch it, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's one of the strong suits versus, as much as I hate to say it, Casablanca does not do that. Casablanca is definitely more of a watch this, learn something. Whether I'm trying to teach you something in class or you're just trying to learn something of value on your own, uh, it is completely different rewatchability. And I, yeah. I, as much as I hate to say it, I think that is an argue or a deciding factor in these two movies that I think the we chal- will, the, we will the, cha- the, the real challenge for me is though is like the, the shit that they do in Casablanca like just it just changed filmmaking oh and, it definitely did you know, I mean it, it movies, set the even movies like Tombstone you, you wouldn't have you know without that type of that type of film uh, and as, as much just, as I agree so with interesting. you um, it's so interesting it's so it's uh it's yeah, hard. I, I hate and that's this the thing, though, you know, like, Why did I agree to? Why did I? Why did we do this? I you, hate you, this. you're the one who came up with this idea. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and as much as I agree with you, like the fact that Casablanca was one of the starting, you know, pieces to all of this, uh, to this giant puzzle, I think an argument can be made that even though it's this is where it all started, uh, and you could say that if without Casablanca we wouldn't have the, the stuff that we have today. Oh yeah. Uh, just like any art in the world, some people just have that that technique that yeah they might take influence from others around them, but even on their own they create something different. And I think that's what you get with Tombstone. Like even if you did not have Casablanca, Tombstone would probably not be the Tombstone that we see today. But on its own, Tombstone is still is a great final piece everything all together and that's kind of the things that i look at is the overall picture when you look at something at different angles you're going to see something different but the tombstone it's pretty much the same all the way around that's our half hour guys wow has it been that long (laughs) (laughs) that was the last half hour of debate for this entire four-week journey through filmmaking that we've been on the ups and downs, the tears, you know, the underdogs. The black and white, the color, the it's, groundhog. The loud right. and the quiet. That's right. Indeed. Yeah. Um, the, you know, the pulp action and the, uh, and the animated. You know, we had a lot of different types of films in this, but now we are down to one final vote. One finger for Tombstone, two fingers for Casablanca. 
put him up. It's sad that I, I've made up my decision and then I, I didn't yeah. see myself coming to this. Not happy, <laughs> not happy, not happy with it. One for Tombstone, two for Casablanca. One for Tombstone, two for Casablanca. Three for a tie. For the three for a tie. We can tie now, can't we? Three for fuck tournaments. This is like first grade first grade football. Everyone gets a participation award. I don't want to do this. One one for Tombstone, two for Casablanca. Final winner of this year's most perfect film tournament. Reveal them in three, two, one, reveal. Wow. Wow. Okay, I did not uh, see that coming. Jordan, I love Tombstone. I would pick Tombstone <laughs> a billion times over Casablanca. So uh, Eric and I voted for uh, Casablanca. Jordan voted Tombstone. Casablanca is the more perfect movie. We're not talking about the movie that you enjoy the most. It's the most yeah. objective, perfect movie. Uh, no, don't get me wrong. Like It is, a, I think, a, a better made movie, but... I think the argument could be made when you, when we all said perspective of a perfect movie, I, I think of a movie that is well-rounded, that'll draw in a lot of people um, for good entertainment purposes and not just be a one and done. When you look at filmmaking, we've talked about all different things, good editing, good directing, you know, from a production side, you look at a movie and go, Hey, I can make this movie for like 500 bucks and make millions of dollars off of it. That's an awesome movie. That's a perfect movie because we're making ourselves rich. You know, you can rewatch. There's so many aspects to it. But I I think Tombstone, to my opinion, which is the only reason why I went with Tombstone, because I liked Casablanca better. But when we start talking (gasps) about the rewatchability, I think that Tombstone brings more of an audience in over and over and over and over and over again than Casablanca does for many different reasons. And that, that was kind of my decided it's, factor for me. It's the fact like I would, I would given the choice between sitting down on a Friday and watching tombstone or Casablanca, I'm going to choose tombstone every single time, every, every, every single time. Mm-hmm. But Casablanca is the gold standard. It is, it, it's the kind of, it's the kind of movie that, that you feel in your Ghibli's, you know, it's like, there is not there is not a goddamn thing wrong with this movie. Like it is flawless. I mean, it is it influenced so much. It has stood the test of time. It stand on its it stands on its own in every way, shape, or form, and is endlessly re- relatable to generations and generations after its release. That is why Casablanca is the most perfect movie. And that that makes sense, you know. Had you said that you before know. I said Tombstone, I probably would have changed my. <laughs> it just depends which which pair of glasses you're wearing, you know. Yeah. Are you wearing like are you wearing the super snooty ones, or are you just just chilling with your boys, you know? So uh, it, it's, with it's that, a glass with half empty and a half full type argument. With I mean, that really said, is. I'm making crepes for dinner, so let me go put on my beret and long <laughs> and smoke a long, long cigarette, cigarette. and watch Casablanca. <laughs> oh, me and Jordan will go still kick back some brewskis and watch Tombstone. From, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I still have some of those apens around from the cooking show right. <laughs> trial that we did way back. So the uh, so the official winner of the 2021 Most Perfect Film March Madness Tournament is Casablanca. 1942's Casablanca. Voted for in the, the year of our Lord, 2021. <laughs> the <laughs> oldest movie on this list by far. Wide margin. <laughs> Uh, wow. I, I to be honest with you, all right, all right. 
well, let's you know, let's wrap up the show. We'll talk about this in the post show. I've got I've got some I've got some thoughts. Oh boy. <laughs> so real quick then, Eric, now that this is done and over, what is next? What is on the horizon now that we've wrapped this tournament up? Well, now that this tournament is wrapped up, I think we mentioned you know a couple weeks back um, before we before we started the tournament, uh, we're going to take a little bit of a break, much like we did between Bond and Review and Season Two. Um, between you know, we're going to take a little bit of a break between Season Two and Season Three, uh, but that doesn't mean you're not going to be without some sort of content during that time. Um, Jordan and I plan on doing a a recap show essentially where we talk about what some of our favorite movies that we reviewed throughout season two two uh were and maybe touch a little bit on some of the surprises that we had from this tournament as well so you will get a little a little bit of in-between content between seasons two and three um and we will be back in touch on social media and 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 reveal during that that that, that little touch base episode as well on what our plans are for season three um, I'm rather excited for for some of the things we've got coming down the pipeline. So, I am too. yeah. So 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 definitely listen in, and uh, even though we'll be gone for a little bit, stay tuned to the podcast feed because we will be post- posting that recap, uh, that recap episode of season two and the teaser for season three. Um, so definitely keep listening in for those. All right, that was a roller coaster of a ride to say the least but i am very excited we came to a happy conclusion i still wish oceans 11 would have made it but that's just me um and we all have our favorites and we probably you know all say that there's some of these movies that don't deserve to be on the list but when it's all said and done i think everyone has their own perfect movie so i would love to hear what everyone out there considers their own perfect movie, uh, whether it's one on our list, Casablanca, Tombstone, one of the others, or one that we've never even heard of or seen. Uh, I mean, obviously we had fun doing this, but we definitely want to have more tournaments down the road. So is it a chance if it's one that we haven't talked about, we can throw it in a, t- a future tournament. And let um, us know, let us know what your biggest uh, shockers were as well of this tournament. The, the surprises, if you will, because I mean, I, I'm sure from listening, uh, you know there was a couple that were surprises even to us. <laughs> Groundhog Day, um, so yeah. Shawshank. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, Round one so, knockout. Yeah. <laughs> let us know. Uh, let us know what you what 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 your surprises were as well. Uh, and even though I didn't mention it earlier, don't forget you can let us know that information on any social media: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Who Do Presents. Um, and I. I, I would personally like to thank my brother Beck for once again once again joining us um, for this entire tournament and being a guest on previous episodes as well. Um, always always fun having you Beck. And uh, yes, I, agree. Uh, I have to keep saying your name Beck every time I oh start God, a sentence. Otherwise, Jordan will forget. Just pound it's it true. in Jordan's you know, head. Can you just put like a name tag on it? That's all you need right there. Just just a little name tag will be good. Uh, no, I also appreciate you being on the show multiple times, uh, not just through this tournament. Uh, like I, I've told Eric off camera multiple times, but we love having you. Uh, I think you bring a great experience to this, even though sometimes I feel tag team from the two of you. Um, it's, it's still very enjoyable to have a third person uh, with different uh, point of views than we do to kind of help keep us in line with some of the things we do in these reviews. You got to have so a, res- a resident uh, Zoomer on your team. Yeah, yeah. I teach you all the Fortnite dances and whatnot. It's true. <laughs> well, I, I no. always think back of when we did the the word 
challenge. Keep, keep oh man, that fucking yeah. English lexicon has evolved so much. Stay, we could very easily do another slaying. episode. What was that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> was that the final? Yep, that was it. Uh, great times, great times. Uh, for any of those who have actually heard that episode uh, back when we still had it up, it, it was a great, great episode. We'll say one of the few times that I did not feel um, overwhelmed because I won that tournament. Thank you, Eric. <laughs> but anyway. You did. You did. But <laughs> you won this tournament. That's true. That's true. Casa yeah, I was, I was knocked out, what, round one <laughs> on every movie, I think. No. Which I, you, I knew. You had Rocky made it to round two. Oh, that's right. Rocky did make it. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought I was going to be uh, round one knockout. So. Anyway, but, but he, but he didn't go the distance. <laughs> <laughs> well played, well played. With that, you know, I hope everyone enjoyed the ride. Um, we will keep in touch with our mid-season break uh, episode and let everyone know what's going on for season three. But until then, I'm gonna let this uh, final tournament end. <laughs> wow oh, I thought champions, I, that would have been yeah <laughs> be as much of a dick as you want to I was this close to going tombstone just to say fuck you yeah I was this Dude, close I honestly I I, I, I honestly I, thought both I of you honestly, were gonna go tombstone I was like I'll be the only one doing Casablanca I mean these two are tombstone lovers I love I love I tombstone like, so much I love it it's one of my favorite movies ever it's great Casablanca honestly, was good but fuck was, I honestly uh, thought I honestly thought I was the only one that was going to vote Castleblock. I yeah, I, it was. It's yeah, which is funny. Like, I, I would have picked Castleblock. I really over wanted Tombstone to vote Tombstone, but I couldn't. It was, I couldn't because, as we talked about, Casablanca is more perfect. It's one of those it like is. you're on you're on you're on a jury, and there's a guy who's a real asshole, but like he's not guilty of what they're convicting him of. But he's like you a real piece like, of yeah. shit. You really want to say he's guilty, but he's not. You can't say he's guilty. <laughs> Like, I can't say that Tombstone is a more perfect movie than Casablanca, even though I love it way more. I fucking, yeah. not crazy about Casablanca, but it is a more perfect movie. I, I will say that with this whole tournament, one of the things I really enjoyed is the fact that coming into these movies, some you've know, seen for the first time, some you know classics watching over and over again, I love the fact that it made us open our minds more on what, you know the movie brings to the table it's not just hey i love this movie this is one of my favorite movies you actually look at it and goes no is this really a perfect movie you know this was something i never thought about this movie until you mentioned it you know like we got into the rewatchability you know over time you know quiet place that's something i never would have thought of rewatching quiet place because i watched it for the first time and now it's yeah. like looking back it's like wow so now you start questioning all the the movies on this list in different ways because it is all about perspective you know our perspective I mean, might not be the same but we can agree on pros and, and cons and strengths and weaknesses to any of these movies. I think, I think, and I think I said this back when it was back, back when the matchup was happening, but I think my, my biggest surprise of this tournament though, for me personally, um, probably was breakfast club. Um, <laughs> no, like, 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 I mean, we, we said it that, that, and I think Beck and I were in agreement that the break, the the thing that that broke Breakfast Club for us as far as competing was uh, act was was the third act the the third act. It should really the, it really the, shit the bed. Yeah, um, but like I said, man, I remember like 
rewatching Breakfast Club for the first time in probably a decade to prepare for this tournament or more, actually, probably more than a decade. I actually guarantee you more than a decade. Um, I was like, damn, this is fucking, this is good. This yeah. is, this is really, really good. I'll be um, honest. Tombstone was the same for me. Like I knew Tombstone was a good movie because, you know, being, you know, a Western, uh, my uncle growing up loved Western. So we used to watch them, all, all of them. So I know I've seen Tombstone multiple times and I knew I loved it. But it it wasn't until we got into it, like rewatching it and getting into the breakdowns each week for me to realize, you know, what actually made it a perfect movie. To me, it was just a really good adventure type movie. But in, you know, breaking it down helped me realize that, wow, there's a different side of this movie I'd never thought of. So which, um, which matchup, I mean, we've mentioned it so many times, but which matchup do you think, looking, looking back on it now, which matchup was probably the the biggest internal struggle for you parasite v split that was the biggest one for you big time hands down yeah um i that one was was definitely definitely a hard one uh to me boondock saints in a quiet place uh and a lot of that was personal just because like i said the first time watching a quiet place it left such an impression when i was done that i was like whole i was like what i don't i don't know how to, to walk away from this and Boondock Saints uh, being one of those movies that we talk about, like a, uh, a classic uh, among the underground, uh, was one of those movies that I loved. We'll watch over and over again. And I, even though there was the sequel, don't hold it in comparison to the original. The original was done in such a great way that even though the sequel ruined the ruined it in a way, it still the original still holds up. And that to me was the hardest struggle between the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I would I would agree with Beck that like. Going into this tournament, I mean, we all know that Parasite versus Split in round one was just the fucking... Yeah, no, that that, that was a really, why, really hard one. Why did they get matched up in round one? That one was tough. But for me, the hardest one was the semifinals of uh, Casablanca versus Parasite because they were so... As, as, our, as we said in our arguments, they were so relevant. They were so similar in what they, what they did you know, and the times they were released and all of that, um, they were very, very similar. Um, you just, you just, I mean, Casablanca, man, I mean, it just, it's, it's yeah. hard to, it's hard to fight against that. I th- I think honestly, like the only movie that I think would, um, I can't say that necessarily. I don't know. I can't say that. I think it ended up exactly how it needed to be. I was gonna. I was gonna say like culturally, the only movie that really, I think, could have matched up against Casablanca would have been Shawshank. But I voted Tombstone over Shawshank. So yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Tombstone ended up in the finale. <laughs> um, so I. Uh, I can't. I can't say that uh, either. Um. But this was fun, man. This yeah, was fun. This I enjoyed this. I, I can't wait to do the next one. Like, I, I, I know we were joking around with those other tournaments, like the Christmas tournaments and like the uh, remakes and like the worst movies out there. But I kind of, I really want to just jump into another tournament because this, this was really fun, um, and it definitely made me look at movies in a different way. Like, I know the reviews do that too. Uh, every time we do one of these, and that's why I enjoy doing the Friday films. But the tournament brings you a whole new meaning and realm to diagnosing a movie in an enjoyable way in my opinion um and i really i think that's what i enjoyed the most out of all of these because i think they're all winners in their own way yeah 
And I'm not just throwing out participation awards. I'm just saying, like, the arguments that we make Jordan, make you look at these movies differently than you would have the first time through. Jordan, also known the also known as the the Oprah of the film critic world. <laughs> you get a my participation favorite. trophy. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I honestly, my favorite, uh, I, we we mentioned that this is all about perspective. Um, so I'm, I'm glad well, we were actually able to get to the uh, a tournament winning. Uh, I got. I got. I agree. I gotta say. I gotta say this though. This oh, is my. Fa- I almost brought it up last episode, but my favorite thing about this ter- 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 this tournament was the consistency of it. Not because it's a tournament and it goes on week after week, but from Jordan in particular. Oh. Every single, almost every single matchup began with. These are both great movies <laughs> in their own ways. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true it's true he's got two he's got two minutes to talk about a movie and he starts with these are both great movies in their own ways well it's true <laughs> plus at the same time especially in round one i only go with oh well i'm gonna go with this movie and talk about this movie for two minutes and then not talk about the other one because my decision is obviously gonna be I this just, movie you know like, i just love that like i i picked up on that in like round two and i was like it's every matchup <laughs> it's like every matchup jordan is like oh, i don't want to i it's like you had the most internal struggle from anybody in this. <laughs> Any of us, I think, was just just the. I really, I just I can't. I'm going back and forth. Well, I start, like I, started, I said, when I started memeing on that, when I'd be like, um, Indiana Jones, good movie. Breakfast Club, good movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I caught that. I caught that. Uh, but I mean, like I said, that was one of the things. Like going through this tournament, you start seeing things that you don't look at in these movies and you we listen to each other in the debate about arguable points where it's like you know what i never thought about this movie that way until when you guys mentioned it or you guys didn't think about a movie the same way i looked at it until i said it and i think that was the the cool thing about this tournament is it opened up our eyes to these movies and multiple times through this tournament i watched all three of us lean from one to the other based off of what we all said 100 percent i I, I, yeah. I think that's why going into these, I'm like, you know, both are great movies, but, you know, we have to have some type of tiebreaker here in each round. There were um, there were easily times going into a movie. I was like, this is the one I'm going to vote for. And then something that yeah. one of you guys said, I went, you know what, that is true. I should consider yeah. that, which is yeah. really, I, really good conversation to have. I, I never thought that this tournament would lay out the way it is. I mean, granted, I know they were all randomized in, in round one and we had some really good matchups. Um, but I didn't think we were going to get to Tombstone and Casablanca in in the final. Yeah. Like when I when we first watched all these movies, I really thought Shawshank was going to win. Like that, like no other movie had competition until yeah, we started I, analyzing and breaking them all down. I was concerned about that as well. It yeah, been, like I, that being the wild card. I'm like who should have threw Panther in there? It'd be a completely different <laughs> setup. It would have it would have made it much farther if it didn't go against Tombstone in round two. Yeah. It, 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 it had a re- really rough. Uh, Really rough run. It made up for its really easy first round. <laughs> I, I know we mentioned this before, but Panther versus Groundhog Day. Think about the brackets we would have had after that. Yeah. Groundhog Day, right? Am I wrong? And then Groundhog... <laughs> I don't know. Ground, we'll have to we'll get to another tournament to see that one. Then Groundhog Day v. Tombstone, and then Groundhog Day v. A so, Quiet Place. Eric... I'm it, just saying. I'm just saying. There is a world there's <laughs> where Groundhog Day won this tournament. <laughs> So does this mean we have to have a tournament of the Marvel movies 
and then have another tournament of some type of comedy or something or, or Bill Murray or something that have Groundhog Day and both being the tournament winners to then therefore go into our all out battle royale. Yeah, you compete. You compete tournament Avengers, conclusion Avengers just to get game. your answer. Compete Avengers in game against Groundhog Day. <laughs> the fuck the entire MCU you, you, versus Groundhog Day. You want to talk about comparing apples to fucking oranges? <laughs> no, Bill Murray sits there and goes, "I've seen fourteen trillion possibilities, and this is the only way I can yes. get out of the loop." <laughs> or Mamu, I've come to bargain. Uh, <laughs> That's oh, how man. Bill Murray got uh, out of it. Uh, and that makes so much more sense now. I don't know. I'm excited for the next one, though. Thanks for having me on, so guys. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Right, we we'll definitely can't wait to have you guys uh, have you again at the next tournament. Even though you don't know my name. <laughs>